Hello and welcome to a live episode of Section 138, our weekly Blue Jays podcast. Um, Lots of things going on right now. The Blue Jays have just announced that they are firing Charlie Montoyo and bringing in John Schneider as interim manager. We're going to break it all down. Bringing in Jacob also from the Section 138 podcast in a minute here, but lots of stuff going on in the Blue Jays world. Um, The number one thing to talk about is obviously how this impacts the team, why the Blue Jays made this decision, and what impact they think it is going to have. And as always, we'll be taking responses from our listeners here to see what the live time reaction is to this news as it happens. And as soon as we get Jacob in here, we'll be breaking it down with him and getting his first thoughts on this as well. For those of you who don't know, the Section 138 podcast, we record it twice weekly at the end of every series. And of course, we record emergency episodes as we do right now in the case where we have emergency news happening. And Jacob is joining us right now um, as we discuss the Blue Jays' decision to move on from Charlie Montoyo. Jacob, what are your first reactions to this news? Obviously, I think we all kind of expected it to happen or expected that there was a chance that it could happen because the Blue Jays were the closest they've ever been to firing Charlie Montoya when we spoke last a couple days ago after the series against Seattle. But um, I think this, to be honest, still came as a surprise to me. I didn't expect the front office to move on from Charlie Montoya right now. What were your initial reactions when you saw this news? I, I said this in the last episode. I don't think this is a good decision. And... Quite honestly, I'm shocked right now. I don't know what exactly the move is attempting to do. Okay, it's fair enough. You fire the manager. But realistically, this doesn't change a lot. It's still the same analytics department. It's still the same team on the field. It's still almost entirely the same coaching staff, the same front office. This doesn't really change a lot, I don't think. And to me, I'm I'm very surprised. I'm a little bit sad. or I'm quite sad, to be honest. I do like Charlie Montoyo, and I think we've all supported him throughout the last few years, even though he's not perfect. But... I'm I'm just shocked. I'm I'm in disbelief and it comes at such a weird time because I think what it came out around 12:30. So NHL signing season started 30 minutes ago or technically started 30 minutes ago, but basically all morning it's this guy's going to this team and whatever and Twitter's blowing up and then I didn't even see it. I saw somebody in our chat say just wow and I thought, "Oh, like what's going on here?" And then the first thing I see when I open Twitter after a million NHL signings is now that Montoya was fired and I just thought I did not expect this to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's coincidence that it happens the moment that NHL free agency opens as well, because you know that the Blue Jays front office and the PR people are planning it. And I think, honestly, they coincided it pretty clearly to make sure that the impact of this news was minimized by the fact that everyone else is talking about what's going on in the NHL right now. And um, yeah, I... Personally, I disagree with the move. I think it's a bad move. We've talked about this previously on the podcast. Um, Firing Charlie Montoya isn't going to do anything, in my opinion. The problem with this team is the bullpen. The problem with this team is the starting pitching depth. 
And firing Charlie Montoyo does not impact that at all. And uh, I'm really surprised that Ross Atkins slash Mark Shapiro slash Blue Jay leadership would make this decision because everything that we've seen out of them since they came on board in 2016 was that they are a calm, calculated, rational front office. And to me, this seems like it's a very brash move. It's a very um, irrational move, a very um, kind of, you know, just, just playing to the fans, essentially. It's fans calling for him to be fired, fans upset with the team, and they say, okay, we're going to give you what you want. And to me, that doesn't seem characteristic for Ross Atkins or Mark Shapiro. It seems very out of the ordinary. And you mentioned, like, what is this going to change? And that's the big thing for me. You can talk about team chemistry. You can talk about everything that goes on behind the scenes. I don't think firing Charlie Montoyo is going to accomplish any changes to that. And to be honest, I don't think firing Charlie Montoyo is going to accomplish any changes when it comes to on-field play. We know he doesn't have or make the best on-field decisions, but most of that is coming from the front office. Basically, what you're doing now is handing that red-yellow-green card for pitchers coming out of the bullpen to a different coach. You're handing it to John Schneider, and now John Schneider is just doing the front office's bidding. So... I'm a little confused about this move. I'm a little surprised that the Blue Jays would make it. Um, I guess the next thing to talk about is John Schneider, because of course he's the guy taking over, and he's kind of been the manager in waiting for the Blue Jays for a long time coming. And, you know, we saw a report just come out from Scott Mitchell today saying that kind of around the league, the expectation has been for a few years running now that. Uh, John Schneider was going to be a manager somewhere, sometime, at some point, and that's obviously happening now. Whether he stays on past the end of this year remains to be seen, but he's the next guy up for the Blue Jays. It's making the most out of a poor situation, I think, because I think he will do a good job. I'm just really surprised that the Blue Jays fired Charlie Montoya. And this is now two days in a row where they're making moves that I did not expect them to. Like we were going to discuss this later today after the series, but Gabriel Moreno now sent down. I mean, it makes sense. You don't want to have three catchers, but now two days in a row, it's like, what is going on here is like, and I'm, it does make sense for John Schneider. I think it's quite obvious. It's either going to be him or Pete Walker or, well, it's not going to be Pete Walker, but I think it was, there was a few reporters. I think it was Hazel May or Ben Nicholson Smith. One of them mentioned him, but I don't think they're going to change his position. It was one other name that I hadn't have heard or hadn't heard before that I can't find right now, but I think it was. Yeah, it was a name that I hadn't just previously heard, but it seems like it's going to be John Schneider. At this point in the season, they're not going to go out and get somebody else. I mean, like you said, maybe next season in the offseason, it's different. You obviously have time, but you're not going to go shopping for a manager right now. It's going to be somebody internal, and it's most likely going to be John Schneider and... I don't believe they've made any announcement yet. I'm sure we'll hear around 6.30 when Blue Jay Central starts or as as news trickles down what happens. But it's it's just quite shocking, I think. And we're less than an hour after the news and we still are like, okay, now, like, what changes? And I think, you know, you mentioned that red-yellow-green card. Say the Blue Jays don't get any better. They're, what, three, four games, I think over 500 at this point, 46 and 42 or something. It's what if they stay in this position? They're projected to have a little bit less than last season in terms of win total, like 85, 86 ish. Say that doesn't change. Say that they play the same way 
You see guys like Guerrero, Bichette having down seasons, the bullpen being still shaky. You know, Jose Brios has looked good. He had obviously that 13 strikeout game yesterday. He's looked good and a lot better throughout the month of, of July. But if this team stays the same way, what happens next? Do you go out and, and you, I mean, I, I highly doubt they go fire two managers in one season. But then what happens? Is it like, you don't want to just kind of go and irrationally make all these decisions where it's like, okay, we're underperforming. We're just going to change the manager and hope that changes anything because like, it very well could. You know, this team could be well. I think it was the Phillies after firing Joe Girardi, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was them or it was the was it the Angels? There was one team that went on like an eight-game win streak or something like that after firing their manager. That easily could happen. This team could be revamped. But to me, the, this isn't the issue. The issue with the team is not the manager. And I believe it was John Morosi or John Heyman said that it's a shaky bullpen and a roller coaster of a rotation and down offensive seasons from guys like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, that is costing this team games. You can blame some of that on the manager and some of the decisions, but this doesn't really change as much as I think a lot of people are doing. And I think you said it perfectly. This just eats into what the fans are saying. The fans are saying, Fire Montoyo, and I always bring this up. There was that one game last season I went to against the Orioles where after the game, Blue Jays ended up losing 3-2, to two, and there was that Fire Montoyo chant, and I'm just sitting there like, you guys, with all due respect, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. This isn't going to solve anything, even if it's the Orioles, even if you lose. Like, there's only so much a manager can do, and there's only so much a manager in this organization can do when there's so many other people involved in all these decisions. You know what I mean? And that's that's really where it is. It's not... It's not as if firing Charlie Montoyo is the equivalent of going and getting a new reliever or new starter, I don't know, making a trade or signing somebody. Like, that's not what this is. That's not the impact or the magnitude of the impact. And all I can say is we'll see what goes, what happens from here and what goes on because I don't know. I Like, I still think this is the exact same Blue Jay team minus one person. And it is, I, I think... I'm nervous to say this, but I, I think this was part of their plan for a very long time, or at least the last couple of weeks, because yesterday they went, they came home, had that funeral for the uh, Mark Budzinski's daughter. I think no way they were going to do this before that, but I think coming the day after this, to me, makes it seem as if this was a little bit part of the plan, or they've been thinking of this for a while, they were just waiting for that to be over, but still, I'm I'm just shocked that this was something that was actually considered i'm sure it was considered but I'm, I'm shocked that it was so far up on the list of priorities and the list of considerations yeah i mean if the funeral wasn't yesterday i think charlie montoya would have been fired yesterday i think what today's move shows is that the blue jays wanted to make this move yesterday and basically had to or i guess two days now on monday and basically had to wait until that storm kind of cleared to make this move. I think, to me, that's part of what makes this move unfair. The fact that it's coming directly after that news. And, I mean, it feels terrible to talk about this news in the context of a baseball team. Because it's obviously so much bigger than a baseball team, what happened to the Budzinski family. But um, it seems very wrong for the Blue Jays as an organization to, yes, maybe they waited a couple days after the funeral, but still to do it with such immediacy only two days after the funeral. To me, 
if you're making this move, at least wait until the All-Star break. And to me, that's the natural time to do it. Don't throw it on a team halfway through a series against the Phillies when you have to play a game in seven hours and they got to deal with this in the clubhouse. Like, I don't know why the Blue Jays wouldn't wait at least to the All-Star break. So that's nitpicking with some of the bigger moves here and the bigger pieces that are happening. But to me, that's just the icing on the cake of things that I don't totally understand here. And I will say... I have supported Ross Adkins and been a fan of what Ross Adkins and Mark Shapiro have done with this team for a long time, for year in and year out. And this is, as far as I can remember, the biggest thing I've disagreed with them on. And I think this is a very big thing, a very big mistake that Ross Adkins is making. Um, Just to bring in some things that um, listeners are saying, Turner Hoffman, you say you have a better idea than any of us. Um, Yeah, I think the idea... For the Blue Jays to solve their problems right now is to get a bullpen arm. To me, that's a much better solution than firing the manager. And part of the reason why I'm frustrated with Ross Atkins right now is that the Blue Jays front office decided their number one priority, the number one fix, the first thing they resort to when the team is struggling should be firing the manager. Not improving the bullpen, not improving the rotation, not getting that left-handed bat or that veteran in the clubhouse that we have talked about for so long. The first thing that this front office does is fire the manager. And to me, that's just beyond stupid. Like, obviously the problem with this team, any of us can point out that the problem with this team is the bullpen. That is a glaring flaw with this team. And the fact that the front office said and decided that the first thing they are going to do, the first thing they are going to fix before they make a single trade at the deadline is fire the manager, to me, that rubs me the wrong way. So lots of things to digest here, lots of nitpicks on the side, but that's a big part of this that I think I I, I truly believe Ross Adkins made a mistake by firing Charlie Montoyo before improving the bullpen. And I'm just seeing here, the Blue Jays have released a statement, so a little bit before we started, that Charlie all it says is basically Charlie Montoyo has been relieved of duties. John Schneider has been named the interim manager till the end of the season. I know we were just discussing names, but he is officially the manager for the rest of the season. And then this Casey Cannondale has been appointed the new bench coach. He was That's manager, all it says. manager mm-hmm. in AAA. Yeah, I had a feeling something like that would happen. You saw... Uh, you see this in a lot of sports where the the highest level of the minor leagues that guy is promoted so we weren't really given any reasoning I highly doubt we're going to be given any reasoning other than just to shake things up or to see you know that it's just the easiest fix like you're not going to go and trade Guerrero because he's having a down season because he's obviously able to impact the team a little bit more but yeah I just I I'm, I'm very surprised that this was done Especially now, like you mentioned the All-Star break, that's in less than a week, I think it is now, It's like, or it's next week, if, if I'm not mistaken. So do it then. Don't do it before, right before a game, right before you finish off a series. It To me, like I, I trust John Schneider. I like him. I've, we've seen him here for a while now. He's been, he's been here, you know, especially last season, the season before with all the different homes, but th- this is not the right decision for me, and I think now the question is, and maybe it's way too early to discuss this, but who's next? Like, is it going to be John Schneider's job after next season or after this season? Is it going to be a former player? Is it going to be somebody else? I don't know. And I've seen a lot of people mention, you know, maybe Russell Martin or 
Jose Bautista. I kind of doubt any of that happens. You know, I mean, we sometimes see it, but I really doubt that that happens in, in this case, especially because Russell Martin, if you want to mention him specifically, so early off or so new out of retirement, it's... I just... I, I'm kind of at a loss for words. I just... I don't know... And I said this at the top. I don't know what this accomplishes. It's still the exact same team. It's still the exact same shaky bullpen. The same roller coaster of a rotation. Like, if you want to improve the team, at least wait till the trade deadline, too, or especially the All Star break. Like, wait until something, one of those soft deadlines, hard deadlines pass where you are now beyond the point where you can fix your team. Like, you can rest guys. You can have Springer rest the elbow. You can. Go get Vladdy a new glove company. Like, you can do these things, and that will impact the team a little bit better. I'm just, I'm surprised that they would do this right now, right before the All-Star break, and right before making any acquisitions, because there's really been nothing, nothing drastic. Like, even last season, bringing in Simber, that was a huge move. Bringing Barrios, that was a huge move. Those made the team better. And we easily could see these trades made where the team is made better. To me, I think, I think this is premature to fire your manager at least wait until the trade deadline or at least give him the rest of the month Uh, wait till the all-star break i know you're a little bit past the halfway mark of the season already but wait until that kind of unofficial halfway point and then make a move because right now like you said i'm sure all the players at 1 20 p.m are gonna start making their way into the clubhouse onto the field to do batting practice and everything it's gonna be a really weird one and they now have to go play a game after just probably helping their manager move out of his office. Yeah. And I think there is something to be said for the fact that we aren't in the clubhouse. We don't have a sense of how players are reacting to this and how players were reacting to Charlie over the past week and week and a half, two weeks since this losing streak started. And yes, there's been a lot of talk about the fact that he potentially did lose the clubhouse. We saw even in yesterday's game. And I think People are probably reading too much into this just because it happened the day before Charlie Montoya was fired. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with that play at first base where Vladdy knew he didn't step on first base. And he was motioning safe to the dugout telling them don't challenge this. And Charlie Montoya went ahead and challenged that play. And obviously the Blue Jays lost the challenge. They burned their challenge in the early innings and weren't able to challenge plays later in the game. Like that ball that... Um, one of the Phillies fielders on the right side of the infield went up against the netting um, in foul territory. The ball hit the netting, went into the glove. Umpire called the batter out and should have been safe, should have been able to continue his at-bat, but because the Blue Jays had burned the replay, um, which Vladdy told them not to, the Blue Jays couldn't replay that. So, yes, I think we can read a little bit into that, and yes, maybe Montoyo had lost some of the clubhouse and his command as a leader there and his reputation and his respect in that room but um, again I go back to the couple things that we've talked about the timing right after he came back from a funeral weird timing in the middle of the series when the all-star break is a natural time to do it in a in basically five days and before you make any moves to actually improve the team on the field those are the three things that stand out to me as things that I'm surprised the Blue Jays didn't do in firing Montoyo. I'm surprised they didn't take those steps ahead of time instead of firing him as their first um, reaction, their first plan to fix this team. And the other thing I'll say, we talk about this team team being bad. They're still in a wild card position. 
if the season ended today, they're making the playoffs. So, yes, the past 10 days have been disastrous. You don't go 2-9 and nine and look at this team as having a good past two weeks. But they're still in the playoff spot. So there's a certain degree of context that I think has to be brought into this conversation. And the fact that, yes, Charlie Montoyo hasn't had the greatest past two weeks, but the Blue Jays are still in the playoff spot. It's not the end of the world. The Blue Jays last year, seven games back of the playoff start, start of September, Charlie Montoyo wasn't fired. Not quite sure what the difference is this year. Again, not having a read on what the clubhouse is thinking right now. And actually, I have two tweets that I want to read to you. First off, this one's quicker. So Keegan Matheson just said, Ross Atkins will speak to the media at 3.30 Eastern, so roughly two hours from now where John Schneider will be introduced, reintroduced because we've seen him for like the last four years. But So that's one. The second thing, and I think this is a little interesting, or really interesting, Arash Madani has just said, quote, in reality, the Blue Jays' front office was done with Montoya weeks ago. No reinforcements post brought in post the Ryu injury mess of Kikuchi to augment this bullpen management was waiting to pull the trigger the mini spurt in Boston and Tampa in late June prolonged the inevitable end quote essentially what they're saying is or what he's saying here is that this was probably made this decision was probably made weeks ago if not months ago and they were just waiting for the right moment I don't think this is the right moment I think if you are going to do it you do it in five days you do it in a couple weeks after the trade deadline, if you want to wait, but it's interesting to think that, yeah, we're sitting here talking about when is the Adam Simber 2.0 going to be brought in? When is a new outfielder going to be brought in? When are they going to add to the rotation? Because they know they just lost Ryu for the next two seasons. Maybe this is it. Maybe they wanted to see the managerial spot changed first, which I don't really agree with. I think if you're going to do it, you do it the opposite way, but it is an interesting point to bring up that we're sitting here all season, or the last month in particular, last month and a half, two months, saying this team needs to make acquisitions. Maybe this was the thing that they were considering heavily before that, thinking that that would maybe change things. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's talk about what happens now as the Blue Jays move into the future. Um, John Schneider taking over. I expect the team to regress to... Being a better team. I mean, we've said this for a while. They are better than how they've played over the past two weeks. They're not a team that should be going 2-9. and nine. They have the talent to be a playoff team. They are a playoff team as we speak now. Um, I expect them to get better as time goes on. And certainly, even before the trade deadline, even before they make moves, I expect them to bounce back. And we saw a little bit of that last night against the Phillies. Um, this will play into the hand, I think, if people wanted Charlie Montoyo fired. Because they can easily point out, oh, look, the Blue Jays won after Charlie Montoya was fired. This is why the Blue Jays made that move. I don't think, you know, correlation different than causation. Um, I think that's what's going to happen after today, after tonight's game, as the Blue Jays move into the trade deadline and obviously the All-Star break. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about what this means for the front office itself. Because I think on the flip side of things, this team doesn't perform. Uh, What Ross Adkins and Mark Shapiro have done is remove a level of insulation between frustration from fans and uh, the front office, right? Because Charlie Montoyo served as a guy in the middle who, to be honest, took most of the heat 
from fans. He took most of the blame for bullpen decisions, even though he didn't have anyone to go to, because as we've talked about, this bullpen is a weakness of the team. He took most of the blame for underperforming starting pitchers and even just most recently, remarkably, somehow he took blame for a ball going through Vladdy's glove. He's taken blame for a lot of these things that have happened on this field when I think, as we've discussed previously, a lot of the blame belongs with the front office, with the roster construction, with the fact that they haven't given Charlie Montoya reinforcements over the past couple weeks with the bullpen struggling, with the rotation struggling. And I think if this team doesn't instantly bounce back, what we're going to see over the next, you know, even 24, 48 hours is that all the blame that was being put on Charlie Montoyo is now going to shift towards Ross Atkins. And what Ross Atkins has done by firing Charlie Montoyo is just get rid of that insulation. So I think we're going to see him get more criticism if things go continue to go south for the Blue Jays from this point. Of course, that might not happen if the Blue Jays do indeed totally bounce back from this moment. So um, that's a couple of my thoughts and predictions on what's going to happen from this point going forward. I mean, I'm sure the team will get better. Although, like you said, this isn't because Montoya was fired. It's just this team is better than what they've shown. I mean, it's pretty much the same team as last season and, or the, and especially the second half of last season. So this team is good. I don't think that firing your manager and then you getting better has anything to do with each other. In fact, I wouldn't even be surprised if they lose tonight and then, uh, kind of just barely stumble into the all-star break. I know I hate making those types of predictions, but it could happen. I mean, I'm sure the morale is awkward right now, especially, like I said, they're probably watching him leave right now. Um, but yeah, you, you bring up a good point. It seems like it's now going to be on the manager, or excuse me, on the front office, not the manager, the blame. Seems, I mean, fans are going to lose their minds over everything. I think we've seen that. They're going to be irrational. They're going to say that it's the front office's fault. It's it's this guy's fault, whatever. Like, I think we've seen that. We're, we're, we've been sports fans long enough to know that this is kind of how it is. But it's, I think, you know, Ross Atkins is going to feel the heat a little bit right now. And I think a lot of people, the people that disagree with the move are going to make him feel the heat. But now, if they end up losing, say they, lo- they lose tonight and then lose the, the last series before the All-Star break, and then don't make any major changes prior to the trade deadline... There are going to be a lot of people saying, like, what's going on here? You fire the manager. Okay, this is supposed to be part of something. This uh, part of a domino effect of moves, not fire the manager and pray things get better. And it'll be interesting to see. I know, to be fair, the fans have kind of always been at Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro's throats. They've just kind of been silenced the last two seasons as the team's been actually good. And we've been supporting of them. I know I have specifically. I've, I've understood what they were trying to do. I know that baseball takes longer to rebuild. Now that this is the situation we're in, I think people are going to say, okay, there are expectations of this team to get better. They're good. The foundation is there. You, If you don't go and make changes, then this is on you. And I guess I don't like, I don't like blaming people for things, but at some point you kind of have to blame the players too, because it's not like, yes, the front office, the manager should put the right guys in at the right time, should call up and should make the right acquisitions. But at some point, like if you're Trent Thornton, you got to stop throwing batting practice. Or if you're Bo Bichette, I know he doesn't really to change fair, this. Trent Thornton has been pretty good this year. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's overall he's been good. But then, even you remember, I think it was the home opener where it was thing was Thornton, Saucedo, etc. Like it was just an absolute mess the first three innings. But like you, you can put the right guys on the field. But at some point, 
those guys need to be better. And Jose Brios is a good example. Blue Jays, actually, I didn't even realize this. They're 8-0 in his home starts, and his home ERA is like mid-threes uh, this season. So, like, he's been good. He's gotten a lot better the last few starts. He's somebody that I think the blame's kind of going away from, but that's my whole point. It's like, eventually, you can only blame the front office and the manager and etc for so long before you realize that this team's foundation is very very good and they were projected to be what like top five top two team in all of baseball the team is clearly good at some point they need to say like this team needs to be better the guys on the field need to be better because you're not getting better by replacing I don't know Bo Bichette with Trevor Story or something else or I don't know like you're not going to get better by doing that you're going to get better by the guys that are there playing the way that they're expected to yeah. Um, I want to respond to some of the thoughts that we're getting in the comments. One from Landon. He says, at the end of the day, only time will tell how this move, spans, this move pans out. And these guys are completely jumping the gun. Uh, to be clear, we don't know how this move is going to pan out. I'm just unhappy with the way the front office has gone about it. I think firing Charlie Montoyo is not the way to do it. And I don't think it's going to solve the problem. The problem with the Blue Jays is the bullpen. And I think that should have been addressed before Ross Atkins made the decision to pull the rug under Charlie Montoyo. So, yes, we don't know how this is going to turn out. We can't predict the future. As I said previously, there's a good chance that this move happens and the Blue Jays improve from here because they are a good team and they are better than they've played the last 10 days, I think there's a good chance that they improve from here. I'm just saying I don't like the way the Blue Jays went about this. I don't think firing Charlie Montoyo was the solution at this point in time, and I don't think the Blue Jays should have done it. Um, the other thing I do want to mention before we wrap up, uh, Charlie Montoyo is, by all accounts, you know, none of us having met him, a very good person, and um, I... I'm proud to be a Blue Jays fan with him as a manager for the past couple of years. And I think the job that he did managing the team through the pandemic in 2020 and then the 2021 fiasco with three different um, ballparks and cross-border travel and players not being able to see their team. And I think he did as good a job as any manager could have done in managing a team through that. So I did want to, you know, give a word of appreciation to the job that he's done. I know not everyone agrees with us, and that's the nature of being a major league manager. The other thing I want to say is John Schneider, on the flip side of things, we talk about disagreeing with the move to fire Charlie Montoyo. Um, that is separate from the decision to name John Schneider as interim manager, because if you take the decision to fire Montoyo as fact, something that can't change, and you just address the fact of, who should the Blue Jays name as interim manager? I think John Schneider is the best you can do. Um, I mean, I had the chance to interview him back in 2018 when he was manager of the Fisher Cats. And from, you know, even just five minutes interaction, he's a very nice guy, very respectful, gave me lots of time, lots of good answers and appreciate that time. And, you know, from everything we hear, he spent a ton of time with Flatty and Bo and Lourdes and Cavan and all these guys. And he has been in the running to be manager of other teams a little bit. He was brought up in the conversation when the Phillies were looking for a new manager a couple weeks ago. So um, I think regardless of what's happening with Montoyo, the decision to name Schneider as interim manager um, is about as good as the Blue Jays could have done 
in the search for an interim manager, knowing that they're not going to go outside of the organization midway through the season. That's going to come at the end of the year if they don't keep Schneider on to next season. Yeah, no, even though we disagree with firing Montoyo, nothing against John Schneider. I think he's definitely capable and he's been the the right hand man to Charlie Montoya the last few seasons. He's been their their bench coach. He's been there pretty much all season, all the last few seasons. So it makes sense. I don't have any issues with this. I just it it's gonna be a little bit of a interesting next couple hours, next couple days in in the whole Blue Jays fan base and in Twitter seeing how that goes. And especially as the NHL stuff dies down. That's it's not dying down right now, I'll tell you that much right now. It's it's just been absolutely a mess. So as that goes down and especially as Blue Jays Central begins, I think it's at 6.30-ish today, whenever the game, 30 minutes before it, that'll be interesting because I'm sure we'll get a lot. We'll see if you see what, what is said in the interview in, in the next couple hours. I just want to know what was the logic behind this, and that's really where I'm at. Like I I can say what I've said. I, I don't think that this was the right move in changing Charlie Montoya as the manager, but now that it's happened, we have to kind of just accept that. I want to see what was the logic and why... Why was why was this truly done? And I'm I don't think we'll actually hear that. I'm sure that there are private conversations that'll never go out to the public. But I'm just interested to see what the actual or what what will be publicly presented as the actual reason behind this. Because other than this just being a shakeup and hoping it works, I really don't know what's necessarily going to happen. Even though I do like the options that they have. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, we'll get a lot of illuminating answers from. Ross Adkins today when he speaks at 3.30 that will probably fill us in on some of the context of why this decision was made. Although I'm sure, like you say, we're not going to get completely truthful answers. We're not going to ever really learn the full story. Although I will say, like, we express all these opinions. We could always learn something down the line that changes our opinion about this firing. Because like we said, we don't know what's going on in the clubhouse. We're just going off of our oppression of what's happening on the field, what we're seeing within this team, and what we already think we know about Charlie Montoya, which is that he is, from what we're hearing from everyone on Twitter right now, a very respectful, very nice guy who is a wonderful human being, and for the better part of his tenure with the Blue Jays since 2019, has had a remarkable relationship with all the players on the team, and he has commanded their respect and their appreciation for the better part of four seasons. So, We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. We are not in the Blue Jays clubhouse in closed door meetings and that type of thing. But from everything we know publicly, that's our impression. And of course, things could change as more comes out over the coming hours and the coming days. So we'll be looking forward to that. And bottom line, whether we agree or disagree about Charlie Montoyo, we're all Blue Jay fans and we all want them to do the best. So certainly at this point, we are hoping, I'm hoping that this move does help the Blue Jays improve and that they go on to have a fantastic season because that is, of course, why we are all cheering for the Blue Jays. So we'll wrap up our conversation there. We got another game against the Phillies tonight. It's Ross Stripling on the mound for Toronto, and hopefully the Blue Jays can win and start the John Schneider era of Blue Jays baseball off with a strong start. We'll be looking forward to that. Um, For those who don't normally listen to Section 138 but have been tuned into this Instagram Live, this is... A podcast that we do twice weekly. We record after every single Blue Jays series and sometimes emergency episodes like this. So you can check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, uh, Section 138. And we're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Section 138 Pod. Um, so until then, until 
whenever we record next, whenever the next big news breaks, we'll catch you next time.